Hello and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker and I am back with another commentary track. I am continuing on with my Creep Show Season 1 commentary series. This is for Creep Show Season 1, Episode 2, The Bad Wolf and the Finger. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I've I've been really looking forward to doing this commentary track all day. This is the end of the day on Monday, the night before I release this. It, w- it was a Monday, folks, for me. I hope that your week started off fine. It wasn't a bad day. It was just it was just a busy work day. And so I'm really excited to kick back with a couple of brewskis here. I got some Moosehead Lager. It's a Canadian lager. And thankfully, because I'm in the States, so... But sometimes Publix has these and Total Wine has these. So I really like Moosehead. It's honestly nothing super special, super special, if I could say that word. But um, I like it. It's pretty good. So I'm going to sit back with some Moosehead and watch and commentate over episode two of season one of Creep Show, Bad Wolf and the Finger. And I am paused at seven seconds into the episode. So if you want to sync up, I am paused at seven seconds in and I will give you a countdown. At the end of this commentary track, I will go over the power rankings again. Right now, House of the Head, the second story from episode one, is currently at number one with Grey Matter, the first story from episode one, in number two. So we'll be adding two more stories to that slot. We'll see how it goes. And I just want to quickly say thank you to everybody that has done my little survey for the show. Um, This is, I think, maybe the last time I might mention it. There is a link right there in the show notes. If you wouldn't mind just filling out a two-minute survey, I would really appreciate it. You can fill it out as you're watching this. And thank you to everybody who already has has given me some good ideas of things that you guys are interested in for year two of the show and some cool things I could do. And thank you to everybody that's been reaching out. I've had a lot of nice feedback and support lately. And thank you to Masla who donated to my buy me a coffee page i do plan on starting a patreon so hopefully i can get more bonus stuff for y'all but thank you and you can find that at buymeacoffee.com slash brucker horror okay but enough memos i know you guys are here for the show so let's go go ahead and start i will count down from three and on go i will hit play so again synced up at seven seconds three two one go So we got this woman sitting down. Ooh, a palm reader. This is kind of a cool intro. Spooky, spooky. Oh man, I really enjoy doing this, these commentary tracks. They are just kind of a delight and really fun thing for me to do. And I love the anthology of all this. It's fun to kind of get little snippets of little bottle episodes of, you know, here's this spooky story dealing with this, and here's this spooky story dealing with that. So this one, Bad Wolf in the Finger, I think DJ Qualls is in the second story of this. It's been a few, it's been a couple years since I've seen season one, but Bad Wolf Down, I remember it's kind of like a World War II story. So I remember not being super wild by it, but who knows? We'll see. I might be feeling different with a little bit of alcohol in me. And plus it's dealing with werewolves, my favorite monster. 
Creepshow Fan Club. Frankenstein. For, oh, I didn't get to see it. Bad Wolf Down. I wonder if you could actually buy these Creepshow comics. I think that'd be a cool collector's thing to have. I know I've said that before, but that'd be pretty cool. Oh, look at that panel of the guy transforming with the red. Oh, that's great. Getting some nice, cheesy World War II combat. Stabbed right in the back. I love that. <laughs> He has a pack of cigarettes in his helmet. I, I do appreciate... Okay, I'm not sure if that would be in English. Just saying that little <laughs> danger sign. But I do like how this, you know, it just cuts to the chase. Hey, these guys, they're in combat and they're going to go and hide. It's World War II. You know what's going on. I like that. It's not a slow start. Look at the bullet holes that are in the walls there. So, close confined room. It's been a shit sandwich. So, there's already some. Uh, feelings against each other in this group. Not everybody's on the same page. Hmm. Ooh, blood and scratches on the wall. How did they not see these people? How did they not see these bodies? Ew, gross. So we got squeamish soldiers. What? Bugs Bunny? Oh my goodness. Okay, the acting's not great in this episode. He's dead again. Hmm. So, 
All right, so they already don't get along with each other. They found this guy that's now dead. Scratches, blood marks. It's interesting to see where this is going. Because, like, is the werewolf... Because, like, okay, I'm pretty sure that there's a werewolf in this story. Is the werewolf already in the cellar? Or in the... The, the police station with them. So this is kind of annoying that they have to remind us who that character is. But I guess that's kind of like the nature of these small anthology shows. You don't have enough time for character development, so they got to do these quick flashbacks of things you just saw minutes ago to contextualize this. Hmm. Green light, red light. That's something that they do a lot in this show. I wonder if that's like a comic book kind of feel that they're going for. Because it kind of makes them pop off the, the screen page a little bit. Oh, hello. Finally, some creepy stuff. <gasps> These are the worst soldiers. How did they not know that a civilian was in there? See, that is horrifying. Ugh, God, this dialogue is not good. He say he called the German army Wiener Schnitzels. Use your rifle. So we see that there's already some blood, blood stains inside the cell with her. That's. I'm assuming not from the gunshot wound. Bloody paw print. Bigger, bigger paw print. That one looked that they didn't look like the same size. Oh, her eyes look weird. They kind of look yellow. Her sclera is not quite white. It's like off white yellow. I kind of wish that there were subtitles so I can know what she's saying. I also don't know if it makes sense for her to speak in German or French, but then have the German officer speak in English. It's kind of inconsistent. Whoa. 
Ooh. Oh my god. So what's this guy going to do? Kill his company? Hmm. Bastard. This is not good. Hmm. So, I'm assuming that this woman, again, it's been a couple years since I've seen this, I'm assuming that this woman is a werewolf. So, they're now super confined in this small space with potentially a werewolf. Wait, was he showing? Oh, is the blood going back in? Okay, so her bullet wound is healing. <laughs> the eyes do look cool because they do look kind of animalistic. I think I like how they're doing this. How they're kind of doing like the split screen, but it's a comic book panel for this. Interesting. And then and then we zoomed back out of it. I don't know. That was interesting decision to do it that way. Man, there are so many little clues and hints they didn't get when they walked into this room. These people would be really bad at one of those escape rooms. <laughs> Honestly, this would be a cool escape room theme. Like this police station, you find all the the bloody clues and the person in there. I don't know, that'd be kind of cool. We're going to kill her with religion. No. Just kidding. Oh my goodness. This is just a little too cheesy. I th I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what what would be a better setup for this. I think maybe just one of them was a spy. Like one of the Americans was a spy carrying some sort of information, and that's why the German army is after him and following them into the forest. I think that would make. I think that's a pretty good setup. That's all you need there. We don't need this whole revenge thing from this. German officer, you killed my only son. I don't know. It's a little, it's a little much.
But now they could use this werewolf woman to, you know, fend off the Germans. Which we'll see how that turns out to be. I, I, I honestly can't remember how cool or bad it was. Ugh. I feel like that's a choking hazard, even for normal people. Das is good. Why did he say attack at sundown? I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm being overly, overly critical. But, okay, so she's going to turn all of them into werewolves. This is cool. Spooky, spooky, full moon. What if she just bit us <laughs> for nothing? Okay, I like the voice change. We got some some teeth and fangs here. Okay, I mean, cool use of using the comic book panels to show the transformations. It's a good way to save on budget. So how are they going to do this, though? Because they're still locked in a cage. Okay, they're just going to break it down. Oh, snap. Let's get the carnage. <laughs> Oof. These are <laughs> not the best looking werewolves. Uh, but it's, it's fine. Okay, we got a decapitation. Okay, that's pretty cool seeing the red come over the, the, the officer's uh, face like that. Arm ripped off. Then we get this guy crawling around. Oh, he looks like crap. See, this is this is a cool concept. It really is. You know, World War II, turning American soldiers into werewolves to attack the German army. Really cool setup and premise. This just is not executed super well. And it's mostly budgetary, I think. Oh. 
Did he just rip off his head or his jaw? I will say I do like how how this set is is built here. Seeing like the the blue lighting and the, mo the and the fog and everything as he's running through the 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 minefield and unfortunately he stepped on a mine. Mine. Oh, fuck. This guy got the Anakin treatment almost. So is this guy going to kill him because he deserted them? Oh, he also locked them up. I really do like this set. I think this set looks really good. Hmm. I like, I don't know. I like, like I said, that premise is good. I just don't think that was a very well executed little short story but ooh, okay moving on to the next one we're getting S graveyard cemetery oh i love that i wish that there was more horror movies that took place in a cemetery like this i would fucking love that it's so macabre and spooky the finger I think DJ Qualls is in this one, but I can't remember. Three years ago, or three days ago. Yep, that's DJ Qualls with a beard. Okay, so we're getting a voiceover this time. Nothing, nothing like a little living room revolver. I, th <laughs> I think I'm already liking this one a lot more than the first one. Oh, this one was directed by Greg Nicotero. Nice. Hmm. Okay, see, this one's a little bit better. So far, we're establishing this character. He likes to collect lost items. Oh, breaking the fourth wall.
Hmm. So I wonder if this, because he's telling us a story as in like the past tense, if he makes it out, makes it out of the story alive. So he found a finger. Nothing that I would, even though I was a collector of weird and lost objects, I don't know if I would pick up a severed finger like that. So this, so this guy feels like he's, you know, down on his luck or that he was dealt a bad hand, that life is unfair to him. Hmm. Did he just Google creepy finger? <laughs> I also think that the wrapping that he used for for the finger that looked like a creep show comic page. Kind of looks like a witch's finger. <gasps> it's a sponge finger. <laughs> this is also very cool because it's kind of doing that jj abrams mystery box thing and we found this we found this finger what is it where did it come from what does it do why does it soak up water very cool because it's keeping the audience engaged and making you go hey what what's going on here Whereas the last story, whereas the last story, it kind of just happened at you. I kind of like this fourth wall breaking. It's interesting that they have it like this instead of just giving him a companion to talk to. But I guess they're trying to paint the picture that he is alone in this world, that he feels alone. I mean, his family left him. Yikes. She also looks a little old. I don't know. I don't know. That looked like not Megan Fox. <laughs> and by old, I just meant like old to be like living with their parents.
Missing finger. It's also hilarious that he has a a, a finger sized container at, at the ready. <laughs> Whoa, Last Supper portrait in the background. That's interesting. I wonder if Greg Nicotero also directed that gray gray matter episode because i kind of pointed out some of the catholicism stuff that was in that whoa it grew a finger spooky spooky this is crazy <laughs> This is cool because it's like, will that grow into an actual being? That, that's kind of a fun way to, to, I don't know, that's a fun creature thing. It would be cool if that did grow into the the creeper. Oh shit! Well, it busted that lock from the outside somehow. Hmm. Still playing to that theme of him being alone. Things leaving him. But something that we haven't really figured out is that, like, did he kind of ask for it? All right, now, so now we're about to catch up with the beginning of the episode. I really hope we get that line again. I got a big fucking gun. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so I saw some blood on the floor this time. I didn't see that last time. Whoa! This thing looks like a xenomorph. And why is it bloody? Oh shit, there's hair. Cool creature design. Oh shit. I wonder if that's either from like someone in his family or the that that what I'm trying to say the person on the phone that called him that he hung up on oh no 
<laughs> he just closes the door of the detectives. Okay, 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 so that, that's a funny meta joke. Breaking the fourth wall by saying, yeah, yeah, they talked for a while. This is a fun acting performance from DJ Qualls. This is funny. Oh my god. I really can't tell who's the bad guy in, in, in their relationship. Search. It's not Google. It's search. he is like kind of carrying this episode I think <gasps> look at that little fucking critter oh my goodness I mean that looked kind of cheesy but since it was blurry and out of focus it helps it why doesn't he turn around and look he was just using the monitor. Why is it blacked out? <laughs> Holy cow. Holy puppets, Batman. Look at that tail. The whole tail looks like a spine vertebrae. This is a cool creature design. I think it's cool. It looks like a little shrimp xenomorph. What should he name him? Maybe like Spike? Oh, okay. Bob? Oh my god. Okay, we could have we could have done something a little bit more colorful there, DJ. Oof. Yeah, so he's got a bloody mess to fix. Also, like, the little, like, growl. It's not growling, but these, like, purring noises it's doing. It's an interesting Uncle Sam little head thing hanging out in his garage. You'll see it right here as he closes the door. Yep, right there on top of the shelf. 
So this thing likes the cold. It sucks up water. <laughs> this is so funny. This is very bizarre. Yikes. Calling someone a Nazi bitch casually. Wow. This is a cute little arm. Oh my gosh, this thing is kind of cute. I know it's a little evil demon. Oh no. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if this is a good idea. Ugh. This is gross. He has no remorse at all for his ex-wife being murdered by Bob. Which makes me think that he's not, like, the best. Again, another, another Christian thing. Hmm. I've never understood the teabag thing on the back of trucks. Ew. This is just gross. So anyways, yeah, so he has no remorse for Bob killing his ex-wife, which makes me think that, you know, that's... He's not a good person. <laughs> you know, we get that from from that and his interactions with the debt collectors. Just how he's treating this whole situation. He was okay to sick Bob out on that guy with the truck. He kind of seems like kind of a shitty character. And he's excited to see more death and carnage in his house. I can't tell if he likes Bob because he's alone and wants companionship or if he likes Bob because Bob actually like, kills people that are in his way or that bug him. Looks like a tongue. Oh... Yikes. So Bob is kind of, because I think Bob is just kind of like a, you know, a reflection or, or I'm sorry, a projection of his own hate and anger towards people and like what he wishes he can do. Because he obviously doesn't care. 
like what he's doing, what Bob is doing. So I guess that just means that this character, I think Colin is his name, Colin Wilson. He's not a good person. Or Clark Wilson. He's not a good person. <laughs> so he's only getting mad because the police are getting on him more he's not actually mad at him because what he's doing is wrong I wonder how this will escalate into like Bob attacking him or maybe attacking the police. Oh God. <laughs> There's been a lot of decapitations this whole episode. He's a little murdersome shrimp, but he's cute. No, you can't put those down the garbage disposal. Also, his garbage disposal must reek by this point of all the rotting flesh that's in it. Ugh, I don't even want to think about that. Yikes. Ugh. Ugh. See, this is this is the horror part. Him disposing of these bodies like this—that is just gross. Oh, and he's doing it with the blinds open. Come on, man! You gotta close the window window when you do this. I'm trying to remember. I wonder if like the twist is. I wonder if like, the twist is that there is no Bob. No, well, I guess there had to be because Bob went all the way to Texas to kill that uh, telemarketer. Hmm. Hmm, this is interesting. So this guy, this guy really, so he's alone and he feels like the world rejects him because he rejects the world, really. He's hating all sorts of different, just normal, everyday sort of acquaintances or interactions that you have and he hates all of them so really the world doesn't hate him he hates the world but he phrases it as the world hates him
Like that little alien noise. It would have been cool if the twist was he's talking to a psychiatrist or something right here. So this whole time when we thought he was talking to us, the audience, he was, you know, that would kind of canonically explain why he's just telling this story. Getting some more creeper stuff. Evil laugh, and that's it. So that was season one, episode two of Creep Show, Bad Wolf Down. I'm sorry, Bad Wolf Down and the Finger. So going to the power rankings. Um, actually, first let me discuss which one I liked more. Uh, if it wasn't obvious, I liked the finger more. It was, I don't know. A little bit more fun, and I liked the cool storytelling element that they have of it with DJ Qualls breaking the fourth wall, talking to us, and it's really cool because it's kind of like his character traveling back in time a little bit because, like, when the cops are there and he closes the door on them, but the cops keep, keep talking because that's the actual memory. They had this conversation, but he, like, steps out of it to, like, let, just let us know. That went on forever, and, like, they still talked, and he, like, goes back and forth between the emotions, that was really fun. I, I really dug that. And the creature design was cool. Just the premise and idea of you finding this thing and it growing into something else. And, you know, just in using that thing to project your own inner thoughts and worse thoughts, really. You know, like, you know, how you think of the world and everything. I thought that was what I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Not like the best story ever, but it's fun and not terrible. The other one, Bad Wolf Down. Oof, woof, woof. That was not good. Um, I like the premise. I think, you know, werewolves in Nazi Germany, World War II, that sounds like a really cool recipe for a very fun in a very fun horror gumbo, but it just I think it just wasn't there. I think it's, you know, budgetary. The acting was not good. The I don't know. It just wasn't good. I it just wasn't there for me. the 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 wolves looked cheesy. The, the dialogue was bad. The acting wasn't great. Um, the sets were cool. I did like the sets for it. Um, and the eyes for for the woman for for the French woman in the jail cell were were good. So, yeah. And I also didn't feel like it was trying to really say much more. Besides just, you know, just, just presenting this werewolf story. And I guess that's why I like the finger a little bit more, too, because there's some subtext there. There's like something to pick up on and break down a little bit where the the wolf one, there really wasn't too much there. And I also just don't know if it's right that they, they that they allow the guy to have revenge and all that. I don't know. I don't know. It was just not great. But the finger was fun. So power rankings out of everything i've seen seen so far so the house of the head is staying at number one gray matter is going to stay at number two the finger is going to come in at number three and right now the bad wolf down is going to come in at number four thank you so much everybody for listening i i really hope that you enjoyed this and i'm sorry if i was a little too negative on this one but it was it wasn't it wasn't the best some of these are are hit and miss but um, I hope that you enjoyed doing this. Thank you so much for coming by. I always appreciate the 
the interaction, the downloads, and I just, you know, it, it really does make my day when I get all the awesome feedback that I get from you guys. But uh, anyways, I will see you next episode with a really, really, really awesome interview. I'm going to knock on wood to make sure I actually get to editing it. But um, I got to interview the director and writer, uh, Jeremiah Kipp, for the movie Slapface. He is such a cool guy. This was an awesome interview. We talked about horror the movie he, he he just produced that's or i'm sorry uh, directed and wrote that's on shutter so go watch slap face or if you're like hesitant just come in for the interview for that i had with him he's such a cool guy and it'll be it'll be i think you guys really enjoy it all right guys well i'll see you next time be sure to follow me on instagram and twitter at brucker horror share me with friends and be sure to watch some good movies bye